Today, I want to talk to you about whether you know your preferred way to influence people. Quite often when I work with clients, after we've been working together for a bit especially, we get to know the way in which they like to influence other people. Now, a lot of the time, there's a lot of pressure on us to influence people in particular ways. So, for example, some people might be very excited about social media. There might be a latest social media platform. And as someone into personal branding, I really like social media and really see the value of social media in many ways. But there's all sorts of things that we kind of, we might feel that we should be doing in order to boost our profile, influence others, help our career and have the influence and impact on the world that we want. But ultimately, there's going to be some things that resonate more with us. And this is a case where you need to look at, are there certain things that I don't want to do because they'll be stepping outside my comfort zone, in which case maybe you should at least give them a try? Or are there things that I just know resonate with me more or I'm better at? So I think quite a lot of time, and probably this is conditioned partly for our education and our culture, but there's a lot of shoulds that we feel. I should be able to do this and I should be good at that. But it's also really important to think about what it is that resonates with us. What do we feel we're best at? What do we feel most alive and happy and in flow when we're doing? So this often applies to how you promote yourself within a particular industry. And if you think that you need to um, promote yourself in exactly the same way as everybody else, you're probably going to find that a real struggle. Whereas if you can find the thing that resonates with you, then you're probably going to find it more pleasurable and be more successful as well. So to give an example, if you're a person um, who might like speaking to people more, um, then there's lots of things that you can uh, choose. When I say speaking to people more, I mean instead of writing. So that might be that you could speak to people on the phone. It could be that you could speak to people in person. Um, and it could be if you're good on a one-to-one -one basis, you might want to speak to people mainly one-to-one. -one. Um, it, it could be that you might want to have a podcast, even maybe a podcast where you interview people, because then you'd be speaking to people. But it might be, for example, that you really don't want to have a YouTube channel and put videos up because that might be something you're uncomfortable with. Now, I think that if you're following the thing that you're passionate about, feeling flow about and you're best at, then you're going to get better results than if you try to either do everything or really try to focus on something that just doesn't resonate with you, but you feel that you should be doing it. I think it's a really amazing thing in life where... We recognise the skills that we have and we recognise the things that we're good at. And we also recognise the things that resonate less with us. And so it's really important for you to think deeply about what resonates with you. You might be a person who prefers to express yourself through writing. Um, so for it's, to give a personal example, um, I'm a person who doesn't really like speaking on the telephone or in my life, I generally haven't. I used to be terrified of speaking on the telephone. Um, I worked for a member of parliament. And the one thing that uh, I was an intern, both in a constituency office and then for another member of parliament in a parliamentary office. And when I was in the constituency office, um, not really in the parliamentary office, but in the constituency office, I often had to answer the phone. 
and I was terrified of answering the phone. And so I trained myself to answer the phone because it was part of my job and I, I got slightly better at it. And then I worked in another office for a charity and again, I got more comfortable with it. And now I don't feel scared about speaking on the phone in the way that I used to. But even though I was happy to test myself because otherwise I just wouldn't have done a good job and it's good for me to get over my fear. And um, My fear, by the way, was I think just because uh, my uh, my... Uh, my family growing up, I didn't speak on the phone very much. I always preferred to see people face to face um, or I prefer to communicate by email, say. Um, I always feel that on the phone in particular, I'm going to um, get something wrong uh, that, that then the person will be able to misinterpret it. Whereas if I write something, then I feel that I can craft it better. I think also... I'm quite a, and this is a cliched phrase, but I'm quite a people person. And so I think seeing the actual expressions of people, for example, on a Zoom call is fine. And I enjoy that um, compared to speaking to people on the phone. It might be something that I try to do later. I'm not saying that I will never try to uh, get clients on the phone or work with people on the phone or anything like that. I, I just know what at the moment resonates with me better. So there's a situation where basically what I've done is... I haven't allowed myself to say, OK, I'm not going to try this at all because it was essential for what I was doing. But over time, I've realised what resonates with me better. And then I thought about why those reasons might be that it resonates with me better. So I've done some deep thinking around that. And now I have a variety of means that I've already used and that I can use more in the future and develop more in the future to connect with my audience, to connect with clients and to share my message with the world. But what I generally don't do, or try not to do at least, because it happens to all of us, is to beat myself up too much about the things that I'm less comfortable with or feel that I'm less good at. I know that there are some things at least that I'm good at and I'm excited about focusing on those. So when you're seeking to influence other people, you need to really think about your own influence style and what you prefer. And of course, think about that just because you like to be, you like to influence people in a certain way, doesn't mean that you might not like to be influenced in a different way. So it might be that there's a way that you like to be influenced. So you would prefer to read an email from someone rather than being sold over the phone, for example, uh, but you'd be happy to sell to someone over the phone. And that's absolutely fine. But the, my final point is just as you need to think about your influence style, you need to think about your audience's influence style. So that might mean, in general, is there a way that you can get to your audience that you think that they will enjoy more? But also for each individual member of your audience, of your tribe, of your client base, are there people who would prefer to communicate with you in a way or prefer to hear from you in a way that you're not currently offering and wouldn't really cause you any pain? So, for example, for me, um, people don't really contact me uh, by the telephone. I don't even give out my number very much. But it might be that in the future, at least to some people, I'd like to give my number out more because that's a way that they would prefer as clients to talk to me. So you need to think about what you're comfortable with what works for you and what works for your clients. And hopefully then that can form a package that enables you to be successful, to be happy in your work and to have the most influence and then impact that is possible for you to have.